the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the uh, Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Our week of mourning goes on as more funerals were held today. Sylvan Simon and his wife, Bernice Simon, 86 and 84 years old, respectively, of Wilkinsburg, were laid to rest today, as well as Richard Godfrey, 65, of Ross. Richard Godfrey's funeral actually is going on right now. Kath, welcome to the show today. Uh, It's good to see you. We've had another busy day here in the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's one of those days where you are trying to find a, you know, a balance between carrying on with normal life and, you know, normal life obligations and work and family and all of that and still remembering that the city's in a period of mourning. Right. I don't know, it's hard to it's hard to, you know, get the right balance between those. I was in Squirrel Hill again this morning meeting a friend for coffee. And Squirrel Hill is going to take a long time, I believe, to to come back to whatever you would term as normal again, because mm-hmm. it certainly doesn't feel, obviously, normal in Squirrel Hill. Uh, news about the, the shooter himself today. Uh, he pled not guilty before a federal arraignment, which, you know, due process and all that, there'll be a trial. Would it be word that he would just plead right. guilty and we would... Save us all the... Uh... Yes. And also, yesterday, there was a news story about uh, the shooter's mom, who herself, uh, as you might imagine, is in great turmoil and uh, reaching out through her pastor, asking for prayers for herself and her family, which, God bless her, I'm sure that's your son. It can't be an easy load as well. I'm glad you brought up uh, Sylvan and Bernice Simon. In the uh, PG today, there was a, a few details about the ceremony that happened um, earlier today. This is a little uh, update by Peter Smith. It says that uh, seats were filled with hundreds of mourners at the Ralph Sugar Chapel. Uh, visitation took place between 11 and 12. Uh, the caskets belonging to Sylvan and Bernice Simon, who were married at the Tree of Life Synagogue during a candlelight ceremony wow. in 1956. Shoo were positioned at the front of the chapel with an American flag draped on the casket of Mr. Simons, who was a veteran. Oh, that's fabulous. Numerous family members paid tribute to the Simons, saying they should be remembered, not for how they died, but for their warm and welcoming spirit, their sense of humor, and their dedication to each other and their synagogue. They set an example for all, quote, as a beacon of light to shine throughout the world, which can ultimately mitigate and eliminate the hate that led to their untimely deaths, said their son, Mark. Hmm. God bless them. <clears throat> I mean, you can't imagine what that family must go through. What a wonderful thing, though, to celebrate two lives so well lived. And what, a, what an uh, amazing thing to have their life together begin and end in the same room. Yeah, that is amazing. I 61, mean, 62 years ago. Sylvan and Bernice Simon. Yeah. Now, this is interesting, too. Uh, Stephen Zapala, our district attorney, 
He hopes to have a summit with local religious and educational leaders. This is a, an article Pamela Reed Warren from today's PG. So our, our DA hopes to have a religious summit with educational leaders, religious leaders, maybe next week to talk about ways to boost security at the facilities in wake of the Tree of Life synagogue shooting. Uh, Stephen Zapala says, I want to hear what they have to say. What do they have in place now? The meeting would be a way to discuss uh, and better protect worshipers and students. I'd say that kind of summit's long overdue. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I have I have to say I didn't remember that he had a similar meeting with local groups back in 2000 after the mass shooting by Richard Baumhammers. Mm-hmm. What and came so of that? He said, I don't know what came of it. Probably not much. Well, right? I don't know if it did. Maybe a lot came of it, but we don't know. It might not have been released to the press and the public. But he said, I think it's time we talk about it again. Yeah. No, that's good, right? Hey, I mean, the more conversation, the better. Yeah. I don't think that can hurt anybody, right? As long as there are people in a room together listening to what the other uh, group has, the rest of the individuals have to say, then I think it's all good. Yeah. Okay, well, how about we take a break? And um, Bill Glaze is with us. Did you do trick-or-treating last night, John? Uh, did I do trick-or-treating? I mean, I'm not saying you were out trick-or-treating, because obviously if you weren't going to even dress up in a costume here at the station, you weren't going out in your neighborhood. I was not. No. Uh, you know what? Mike and I were at lunch. We were at lunch today, and we were opining about the lack of trick-or-treaters at both my house and Mike's house. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and the lady who was waiting for us, waiting on us, uh, I should say, she herself had no one either. So between the three of us, three people, not one kid showed up at our house. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. You should have come over because we had all sorts of people. You know who I had at my house? Um, I had a strawberry mm. who was about maybe two. Nice. Extremely, extremely cute strawberry very fresh i would imagine um there was a donald trump what there was a barack obama (laughs) um there was something it was either a dinosaur or an alligator and when i asked the young boy which he was he did not want to say so it was something that looked prehistoric to me um i think those were the highlights Mm. uh there were also you know there were a couple angels there were some flowers those were babies yeah some flowers so a lot of kids we had a lot of kids, yeah. How many candy bars do you think you gave out? Oh, I don't know. What'd you give out? What'd you give out? Well, we gave out the fun size, which I know some. Don't look at me in a judgmental fashion. No, it's fine. I'm fine. I didn't give out anything. Okay. I sat on the couch and ate heat bars with my wife. I gave out fun size. Okay, I just did. I like a fun size. See, I don't particularly like a fun size. Yeah, it's like a. I mean, it's like a <laughs> consolation prize. What? It's not. It's like a shoe. Get out of here, kid. A shoe. Yep. Yeah. Take. That's take not some true. Candy. No. Just take yeah. one, please. Save more for others so we may all enjoy the sweetness. <laughs> well, that's kind of what it was. I do have to oh. give props to my husband, though, because he did the shopping for the candy this year. And he also was the hander-outer. Yep. And he absolutely timed it perfectly. He found that perfect spot of equilibrium where we, after the last child left, had no candy left. What? Is that him? That's him calling now. Let's see if he has any uh, more king size. <laughs> we didn't have any king size. Anyway, we had zero candy left. Not one little fun size bar left. Not Nothing. one. Nothing. Holy smokes. We felt really good about that. We were like high five. That's yeah, a good goal. That's very, very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, Halloween and Halloween treats, um, you know, I kind of went off the. <laughs> I kinda, we were having a good time yesterday. Right. I mean, yeah. in the midst of our um, sorrow and our grief, at one point during the show, we started talking about candy. Mm-hmm. And we laughed, right? We, we laughed a lot. But I, I did sort of go off the rails, and I have to apologize to did you. Did <laughs> you? What happened, John? Well, I was talking about little hugs. I was Were talking you? about hugs. I brought it up. Yeah, you did. I might have some complicity uh, you, in this. You led me down that road. I might. Yeah.
what's this here? So I just want to say, hey, you know. Well, wait, is, it, is, this the, is this the theme song or something? I don't know what it is. I thought we were advertising for hugs. So. No. Oh, oh is, this, is this their song? Is it? I guess so. No, it's not their original song. It's it's my song. It's my song for hugs. It's a little loud. Good job, Mike. That's yes, a little loud. It's awesome. Just, just turn it down just a little bit, please. It's awesome. Just, just like hugs. Hugs is awesome. <laughs> it's turn not it. sewer water. With Mike, Mike, stop. It's, not, it's good. That's not good. It's good, though. Stop it. I love it. Turn serious. that down, I'm please. Ser- I love hugs. <laughs> turn that down. All right. Thank you so much. Holy Seriously, smokes. now, now listen. Hugs. I just want to say I was I made an off the cuff disparaging comment about hugs, the drink that's produced here locally, and my apologies to anyone connected with hugs because if you're a kid, you got to dig a you right, got to dig a hug, right, and if you you're a parent, you want to buy your right, kids hugs. Right. We, we were clearly just talking about if we were trick or treating, which right. we're not. No little hug so fruit it was, barrels. It was, it was one of those moments that was supposed to be yeah. funny. And one of my go to houses when I was little for Halloween, one of my go to houses for Halloween, yeah. they passed out hugs. This is my favorite drink. So my favorite drink. Gone. Okay, good. God bless you all. Take a break. Come back. We got a lot more ahead. Stick around. It's the ride home with John and Kathy. We're back in a few minutes. I can't play this. WORD. Okay, everybody in the car. Where are we going, Daddy? On an adventure. Yay! Adventures in Odyssey. It's not just a kid's show. It's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM. WORD. Now that the pumpkins are almost gone, do you know what time it is? It's time to talk turkey. At the Springhouse in 84, we really do like to enjoy one holiday at a time. But our customers are calling now to talk about Thanksgiving turkeys. For 20 years, we've been selling fresh turkeys raised by a friend who is a big turkey farmer who really knows how to raise turkeys. I grew up on a farm where we raised, dressed, and sold turkeys, and I do feel we know what a good turkey should look like. First of all, it should be fresh. That's when it's at its very best quality, not frozen. It should be meaty and broad-breasted, and it should be cleaned to perfection. We're really fussy about selling only the best at the Springhouse, and we do believe our turkeys are the best. Call 228-3339 now to order yours, and don't forget to order buns, casseroles, and most of all, pumpkin pies. Let us help you make your Thanksgiving really delicious. Change furnace filters. Check. Change smoke detector batteries. Check. Install CO2 detector. Check. Make sure the furnace is ready in good working condition. When you have Pellis Heating and Cooling Service your system, check. You're ready for anything. And be confident knowing a Pellis Tech is available 24 hours a day in case of emergencies. With after-hour calls, return within 30 minutes. Keep your family comfortable with a comfortable family company. Pellis, P-E-L-L-E-S, at PellisHVAC.com. The Original Mattress Factory is always looking for good people to join our team. If you're interested in a sales, manufacturing, or delivery position, we offer competitive pay and exceptional benefits packages. Integrity and strong work ethic are essential because at OMF, we strive for excellence in all that we do. To learn more about our company and our unique business model, visit us at OriginalMattress.com. You can stop by any of our locations or visit the employment section on OriginalMattress.com to complete an application. Business is booming. 
and so is Christian Business Partners, where you'll find allies who share your values as you seek to serve God in and through your daily work. Now with seven chapters throughout the region, including new groups in Monroeville and Ambridge. Find weekly encouragement from 8.15 to 9.30 a.m. as you enjoy prayer and Bible study, fellowship, trade referrals, and make friends. Find your Christian business partners at cbp316.com. The American Association for Cancer Research is the world's first and largest organization dedicated to finding cures through research. Please support cancer research by donating today at www.aacrfoundation.org. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for coming along today for the ride home. This has been a heck of a week, and I think, you know, if you're a Pittsburgher, whether you've been here, look, we've been talking to people who have only been in Pittsburgh for a couple of years and count themselves as Pittsburghers and walk the streets of Squirrel Hill, and their hearts are broken as well. So, I mean, all of us who've been here for many, many decades, you just carry these past week just with deep heaviness. Pastor Bill Glaze is with us. Pastor Glaze, anchored in Jesus, heard every day here on Word FM. And Bill, how are you today? Good. Thanks for being with us. Oh, I'm I'm doing good. You know, I'm like everybody else. You know, have a heavy heart uh, regarding the uh, circumstances of this past weekend. Yes. So, Bill, you you preached a, a short while ago on some things will never be made right. Ecclesiastes one through fourteen, one through fifteen. Talk to us about that. Well, you know, in in. Uh, Chapter 1 and verse 15, Solomon made a statement, and he said, uh, that which is crooked cannot be made straight. And, and, you know, Solomon takes us on a ride through the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, up and down. And so when I read that, you know, I kind of said, well, you know, what is he talking about here? And as I studied it out, you know, basically what he was saying is that there, you know, sometimes we will deal with things in life, you know, injustices, you know, uh, wrong treatment, and on this side of the sun. You know, it seems like it's not going to be made right. I mean, you take, for instance, you know, the 11 people that lost their lives. You know, you know, we would look at it on this side of the sun and say, you know, that's 11 souls that was gone before their time. Yes, sir. You know, how can that be made straight for them? You know, you have uh, uh, children who no longer have parents. You have grandchildren who no longer have grandparents. So how how is that going to be made straight for them? They You know, they've lost, you know, a special connection to this life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what Solomon was was bringing forth is that, you know, there are things that happen that, you know, can never be made straight. You know, I, I think of, you know, you know what happened to the Jewish people in Germany. You know, just think of all the millions of people that lost their lives, you know, before their time. You know, how can that ever be made straight? You know, when you look at uh, the, the history of uh, slavery and lynching here in America, and you see African Americans that were lynched for no reason at all, yes, and, you know, their lives were taken away. How how can that ever be made straight? And so, you know, there are some things that just on on this side, you know, it just seems like it makes no sense. And, you know, that there's not going to be any on this side, any day of reckoning uh, that, you know, every, you know, all wrongs will be made right. So Solomon writes that injustice is seen in places where you might not expect it. Right. Yeah, he, he definitely talked about that. You know, a, a lot of times, you know, you, you go to, and, and, and I can speak, you know, specifically, you know, from uh, a perspective of an African-American, and, and that is, you know, you, you know, there's been a history of African-Americans that have gone to court and just haven't received, you know, they were, look, they were at the place of justice and they didn't receive justice. 
you know, I, I think that's one reason why, and I'm going to take you back a little bit, uh, that we were so divided over the O.J. Simpson trial. You know, I, you know, I think that probably most black people think that O.J. Simpson was uh, was guilty. And uh, but you know the 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 cheer or the you know the sigh of jubilation came because you know it seemed like here was a you know a black man that had you know got off you know he he put his uh, self in the courts in the system the place of justice and he got justice so yeah. you know I you know I think that that's an analogy of, of somewhat of what Solomon was talking about. That's interesting. So you talk about that sometimes the the righteous get what the wicked deserve and the wicked get what the righteous deserve. Uh, and yeah. that's how it feels to, right yeah, now, it doesn't does. it? I mean, you know, the outrage of people today where the, the shooter went into court today and pled not guilty. I mean, anybody, right. I, I mean, everybody just, you choke on that. You roll your eyes at that, of the, of the oddity of someone saying, I'm not guilty. Right. Meanwhile, everybody saw him with guns and know that murder's right. on his hands. Right. You know, and, and I know this is a country where we believe in due process. Sure. But, but to me, <laughs> you know, there are some times, and, and I probably get in trouble with some of, some of the legal people, but I think there are times that you need to throw due process out the window and, uh, and and just, you know, move ahead. Because, I mean, there's no question that the guy did it. And not only did he, you know, kill these 11 people, but he shot a couple policemen, too. So, yeah. uh, I mean, there's, there's no question about it. So I'm reading an article in today's PG uh, about rabbis saying, you know, um, we know that the the federal government wants to, you know, put this man to, to death, that the, the death penalty is in place. But, you know, apart from our faith in God in this crazy upside-down world, I mean, nothing seems to make any sense, right, that we, we know that all things work together for the good of God. And even though what man's rules and man's laws are one thing, God's rules and God's laws are something totally separate from that. Right. And you're exactly right. Uh, and, and we look at the fact that God is sovereign. And, you know, people say, well, if God is all-powerful, uh, you know, how come he didn't stop this? And, and you know, the fact is is that he's sovereign, and, and we live in a wicked world where there are evil people, and some things, you know, take place. And, and I have to believe that, and, and, and that's why I'm, I'm going back, when, you know, and, and here's where I, I would challenge Solomon at, where he said that which is crooked cannot be made straight. You know, I would challenge him that there is a God in heaven, and, and, and this God in heaven you know, he, he's a God of justice, and he's a God of righteousness. And I would have to think, you know, and, and John, I know I'm, I'm, I don't want to reflect, John and Kathy, I don't want to reflect on our salvation, you know, as far as that's concerned. But I, I just have to believe that somehow God is going to make this right. right. You, you, you know, for yeah. people, I, you know, I have absolutely no idea how he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. But just think of the injustice, you know, when you have people that have full lives, and they're living their full life, and their life has been taken away. And, and I just have to believe that somewhere, somehow in this, this uh, vast universe, that God has, has, has this worked out some kind of way. Yeah. Well, and that's the faith we have in a God whose character we know is perfect, but who we don't still fully and could never understand. Right. Um, you know, we're limited by our own. We're limited by time. We're limited by geography. We're limited by the place in history where we find ourselves, the planet we live on. Um, so for us to try to imagine how a God who's outside all of that could bring perfect justice to something, it's we can't even get our head around it. You just have to say yes to God because you know who he is. Right, I- I- exactly. And, you know, that that's that whole idea of, you know, submission uh, to him because, you know, he knows what's best for me. And, 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 and you know, dealing with that part of it, 
you know, you know, there's some degree of peace that you that you get out of that. I mean, in in the midst of all the the craziness, that there's some degree of peace that 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 God is in control, that God is on the throne, and and that you know this didn't take him by surprise. You know, we we had a service last night uh, here in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, there was uh, several African American churches that came together, uh, and we had a full church. We were at Rodman Street Missionary mm, Baptist yeah. Church. And uh, and we had one of the rabbis that was at the Tree of Life, and he came over, and and he brought his family with him, and and, and it was just such an outpouring of love from you know from the the churches here in the city of Pittsburgh, and that reached out to him, and 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 he you know made the comment that you know this has made his journey a little bit easier, you know the fact that he knows that there are other people, other people of faith in the city that are coming together and that are lifting the, the Jewish community up in prayer. And I mean, there was a time of, of weeping. There was a time of jubilation. I mean, we just went through all the gamut of emotions there at that service last night. But the one thing that I, I think that was felt there was love, you know, that love that came from the body of Christ, mm-hmm. the concern, and that, you know, I believe that uh, as he is going through this process, you know, I believe, you know, it's just like going to the doctor when you get medicine. You know, when you when you get the medicine, it doesn't heal you all right then. You know, you have to keep taking and taking it until, you know, you get healed. Well, I believe that last night, you know, for him and his family, you know, that was a little bit of medicine. You know, it didn't take away the hurt, the healing, but I believe that it, it aided in that healing process. That's fabulous. Well, I'm so glad you did that, yeah. Bill. Amen. Well, you know, it, it, it just... Yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of times, you know, we allow uh, our religious beliefs to separate us, and we debate, you know, our religious rele- uh, beliefs. But you know, I, I think there comes a time, and like this, when you know, we just have to say, you know, these are human beings. You know, we're all human beings, and when something tragic happens, we as human beings hurt, and you know, we need to come together and provide, you know, healing in in whatever way that we can. And so, you know, I, I just, you know, thank God. You know, we probably had. Uh, about 15 uh, African American churches represented wow. there last night, and uh, you know it was a it was a packed house. Uh, we sang songs, we lit candles, uh, you know we gave reflections. It was just a, a, a powerful service. Outstanding, Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church, anchored in Jesus, heard every day Monday through Friday here on Word FM at 7 p.m. So, Bill, uh, the fact of the matter is, and you talk about this, that God wants you to make the best out of the hand that life deals with you. I mean, all of us know that this is horrific in many, many right. ways, but what do we in do? But what, what do we do? You, what you, what you're modeling here is you're gathering together with people of different faiths and race, different economic right. backgrounds, all that get together, and we're praising the name Lord Jesus Christ on this journey together, however long we are with each other. Amen. And, you, you know, I, I think of a passage in Jeremiah 29. Remember when uh, the Babylonians took the uh, Jewish people captive and, and, and there was a prophet saying that, you know, you guys are not going to be here that long. You're going to come back. And remember what Jeremiah mm-hmm. said? He said, build your houses. Build your houses, right. He, he said, settle down. You know, and, and, and what I get out of that, what he was saying is you're going to be there. So make the best of the situation. And so, you know, we can't change what happened. But how can, going forward, how can we, you know, make the best of, mm-hmm. of, of a terrible situation? Yeah. That's very good. Well, Bill, I got to tell you, that story, it really inspires me. I mean, I I, I think that in all of our uh, grief as, as people in the city, sometimes it's hard to know how we can do something that makes a difference. You know, I w- right. we, we were talking to uh, Lou Weiss 
um, just yesterday on our show who is a businessman in town, and he's Jewish, and of course we're Christian, and I said, we're sorry, we're just so sorry. And he said, you know, I hear that, and that helps us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think, you know, that's what we need to keep doing is just like interact with people on the street, in stores, whatever, and just be honest about saying how sorry we are. And then if something does come up that we can do, then we know how to act. That's right. Yeah, amen. Amen. Hey, Bill, uh, before you leave us, uh, speaking of yesterday, I got a little bit of hot water because I was talking about little hugs. I brought it up, oh. Bill. I got him into trouble, with, and it's not the first time. Yeah, and I was just saying, you know, little hugs, not my favorite. You know, oh, here comes the theme music. Not my favorite <laughs> cup of tea. But apparently, Bill, you like the little hugs. Well, I, I, I like I like them growing up, you know, not now that I've become an adult, I've put away childish things. Okay, there you go. All okay. right. But, 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 but as far as the Bill Glaze of his youth is giving them a two thumbs up? Yeah, that's right. That's right. The little hugs. All right, All right Bill. Thanks an awful lot. Thanks, Bill. Okay. You guys have a great Coming day. with you. Bethany Baptist Church, Pastor Bill Glaze, anchored in Jesus, Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. here on 101.5 Word FM. Also, thumbs up to the little hugs. This is Mike Howard for Word FM, here to tell you about an awesome opportunity to attend Teal College in nearby Greenville, Pennsylvania, for an extremely discounted investment without discounting the educational experience. More on that in a moment. Teal College was founded in 1866 as a co-educational institution in western Pennsylvania. Teal is an independent liberal arts college rooted in the Lutheran tradition, offering distinctive programs in the arts and humanities, social and natural sciences, and professional studies, together with engaging co-curricular and athletic opportunities. Teal College provides an accessible and inclusive learning environment that emphasizes service to society. Teal's residential campus offers a safe and supportive setting in which to grow and learn. Word FM is pleased to offer a tuition voucher to a brand new student at Teal College at half price. Yes, half price. That is almost $15,000 in savings. Call me today, Mike Howard, to find out more. 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. The day after Thanksgiving... Feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. How can a fully stocked restroom improve your image? How can serviced fire extinguishers or a first aid cabinet make your employees more prepared? How can comfortable work apparel make your business more productive? For over a million customers, the answer is simple. Cintas. Cintas delivers everything you need to open your doors with confidence. Because helping keep businesses well-equipped, clean, and looking their best, that's our business. Oh, I'm ready! Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. The way you get your medicine prescriptions is now changing across America. GoGoMeds.com can deliver your medicine right to your door. Ask your doctor to send your prescription to GoGoMeds.com. Once you fill in your information, it's in the system and your prescription is delivered. It's just that easy. Go to GoGoMeds.com and use the promo code MIKE2018 and save $10 on your first prescription. That's GoGoMeds.com and the promo code MIKE2018 gets you 
$10 off your first prescription. Sponsoring a child with compassion is the most effective way to end extreme child poverty. Release a child from poverty when you become a compassion sponsor. Choose your child now at Compassion.com slash radio. Do your part to release a child from poverty today. Today will be a cloudy, mild day with periods of rain. The high 65, cloudy tonight with intermittent rain and drizzle, low 52. Cloudy tomorrow and much cooler, a leftover shower or two. Temperatures steady or slowly falling. Heading into Saturday, mostly cloudy, breezy and chilly. A shower or two around in the morning. There may be some late-day sunshine, the high Saturday, 48. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Joe Lundberg on 101.5 Word FM. Smokes. I mean, all you got to do, we're, we're perusing the news today, and you see the kerfuffle here locally over... The president coming the pres- or not coming, or I mean, obviously he came, but what? how people feel about his visit. Denomination under attack, and Facebook posting, and all, I mean... And the, we got, you know, what, six days to, five days to go till the uh, midterm election. All that and more. Listen, I'll tell you, the, the far left and the far right... Are far out. <laughs> they are nuts. And I and I feel like, you know, we're somewhere stuck in the middle trying to make sense of it all and be good stewards and holy-ish, try to be you know, fair and open and uh, not to say that we've got the answers. No. But we're wading through the morass and it just is a hot and holy mess out there. God help us. When Lou Weiss was on the uh, in our show yesterday, and if you missed our interview with him, it's going to come up. We're going to replay it in our 5 o'clock hour today. Uh, he said... Ideas don't scare us. It feels as though they thought, do. But, the, but they shouldn't. They inflame we need, us. We need to be people who hear ideas. And yeah. if you don't like an idea, you don't have to like it. That's fine. You might love an idea. Good for you. But you have to be able to hear ideas from all different sectors, all different parts of the political spectrum, all different parts of the cultural spectrum, and, you know, be able to talk about it. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, uh, how oh, I'm doing. No, no, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it's making me a little crazy, to be honest with you, at this time. <sighs> What's the temperature out there? I mean, I wonder how people are today, right? Um, I, th- I don't know. I can only – I know what's going on in my house, and I know what's going on in your house. Yeah. And Mike, we're, I think we're just – on our last nerves and exhausted emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. I don't know what homes do who don't pray and who don't know Jesus. I don't know what that's like. Because what, what I've discovered is that I'm talking to people, buddies of mine, well-meaning, good men who I'm you know, first sitting down and having coffee with them. And I, what's going on? Did you check out what was going on last night on Fox? Let me tell you what's happening over at CNN. And, and it's like, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to know about that. I want to talk about... How's your family? What's going on with you personally? How's your prayer life? Or tell me what's happening with your whatever. But all of a sudden, 
we're talking politics and we're talking we're pointing fingers at people and i just want to connect mm-hmm. right yeah, we're losing something in our in like the um, the the span of things that we're able to talk about with each other. It seems like every I don't want to say everyone. It seems like a lot of people simply can talk about politics and that's it. And we're boy, we're limiting ourselves. There is a big world out there. There are a lot of there are a lot of countries on earth and there's a lot more going on in America than just the midterm election. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm not saying it's not very important and you should absolutely vote and you should absolutely be educated. However, that's just one segment of a life. Do you have friends who you consider safe havens from all that? Yes. Thank goodness. You're one of them. Yeah. Says Mike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, how important is that? I think that everybody, or for some people, it doesn't even matter. That That's not even part of the discussion. The discussion is the discussion of what's going on in cable news and all mm-hmm. that other craziness. Right. And so how do you enter into something that's important without making it all important? I think that's the question. That's an excellent point. How do you enter into something that is important without making it all important? I, I told you, I think I told you this off the air. I went and saw a friend of mine and I knocked on his door. He came downstairs. He said, I'm so sorry. I was taking a nap. I'm so angry about what's happening. And I thought like something happened, you know, in his life personally, but it was just that he's a retired guy and can't get away from the news. So emotionally, he's so upset in the middle of the day. This was like literally on a Saturday at one thirty in the afternoon. He had to take a nap because he was so preoccupied with the political throw. Heaven help us. Hey, give us a call, 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. Are you out there? How are you? Does this matter to you so much so to the exclusion of other things in your life? Because I think that's what ha- that's what's happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm very interested in the midterm elections. I find I'm very. I, I, Do you? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I've been doing a lot of reading on it. I'm anxious to see what what Tuesday brings. And I don't even know if it's, about, if it's the midterm elections. I, I don't even know if that's what it's about. I just think it's about the red state, the blue state, and we must. Make sure that whatever our little piece of the turf is, we hold that tightly and yeah. protect that well, at all but costs. But that's the world of politics. Is what we're always trying to do in politics. I, I, and I don't see any. Again, uh, to be honest, I, I don't, don't care see, enough. Okay, I don't see anything wrong with that. I think if you want to try to, you know, protect your district or whatever, and you want your district to go red or you want it to go blue, whatever it is, I'm I totally support you doing that. I, I, my question I, I is, how do you though enter into something important without making it everything? Well, look. We are suffering the effects of everything. Yes, we are here in in Pittsburgh, and we're the, suffering the, the effects of everything all over America in different ways. We're sick about it in different ways. I think it's showing itself differently in different uh, cities and townships and cultures. But I think it's unprecedented that no time. No, no, no. no, no I do I that. No so. time in American life no. has there been no. this echo chamber no. that's been so angry and so no, loud and so very, vitriolic. Things were very vitriolic when America was trying to figure out whether to to uh, revolt against the British. That I'm was sure. that was a lot, and that of course resulted in a war. But we didn't have smartphones and CNN no, we didn't. And Fox but there was but, vitri- but vitriol channels. was a real part of everyday life here. 
it was a, it was a part of everyday life, and I'm I'm sure it's happened in different times. That's just the first one that that came to mind. That was that was incredibly antagonistic. There were loyalists, and there were those who were loyal to the revolution, and they didn't mix, and they didn't talk to each other, and they didn't eat together. And so I think we're living a, a time that's similar to that. The only thing is that was an external enemy, and we're turning on each other. We are t- turned on each other. God help us. Seriously, I mean, I I don't know. Uh. To me, I just want to shut it all off. I want to flee from it. I want to be as far – because it doesn't – I understand the implications. But what if you're a Republican and, you know, something – We lose the House? Yes. And Mm -hmm. what if you're a Democrat and you gain seats? Mm -hmm. Now, I remember the day after Barack Obama got elected the first time. People were like losing their minds. Or they were triumphant running in the streets. I remember when President Trump was – same thing. You're right. All of a sudden, our identity and our very essence of who we are as human beings somehow has become politicized to the point of mania. Right. Where we have have to go and take medication or Mm -hmm. seek therapy because we perceive the enemy to be out there at our doorstep about to rush in and change the nature of who we are forever in the United States of America, which I do not believe is happening. But somehow we've made that, we've amplified that into our own lives. And that creates this great mental illness, well, which has seized yeah. us at I this mean, moment. It's a, we are mentally believe ill. Believe me, I see the mental illness just as well as you do. However, I don't think you can take that to, to, uh, too far because there are things about this election that matters. And it matters to vote and it matters that you I'm express not your opinion. Vote. And of course it does matter to vote. And it matters that you know what you're voting for and why you're voting the way you are. I think that's important. It's just a matter that we can't seem to be temperate in how we look at politics. We should be temperate in everything. You know, it's not that you shouldn't enjoy Netflix, but you can't watch Netflix 16 hours a day because it's not not good for you to watch Netflix 16 hours a day. If you like music, if you like to go to live concerts, going to live concerts is great, but you can't go to, you know, 360 a year. Because you can't sustain that. It's just we have we we need to be temperate in all things, but and in politics, we are becoming intemperate. We are still burying our dead, and people are screaming in the streets at each other. Something is seriously yeah, wrong, for sure. And here in Pittsburgh, where we pride ourselves on being neighborly, we are still screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the heartbreak of this. So what's the question? How do you enter into something important without it becoming all important? Where is civility? And how do we become civil? We, I know how we become civil. We throw away the phones and stop watching television. (laughs) That's, that's the first step I would take. Yeah, but the problem's in the human heart. It's not in our technology. Technology is just a tool. Of course it is, but the technology amplifies a, a dropping kernel of rice yeah. and makes it no, into it a does. megaphone of horror. It does. Which is what has been visited upon Squirrel Hill and Pittsburgh and the nation because we somehow have lost the volume button. Yeah, but every but there were hateful people long before there was an iPhone. But they, it had, makes it easier. but they did not have the means to be maniacal about their hatred. Well, sure they did. I mean, there were people that, I mean, people, there were world wars that started. I mean, World War One was just started over the shot of one man. Yeah. Whose name, I don't even know. I mean, I know Archduke Ferdinand, but I don't know who shot him. Yeah, I get it. You're right. I just am in despair. Oh, of course. I'm, I'm just 
beside you, myself with you this. And, you and the rest of the city. How do we unclench our fists and hold them open so that we allow peace to enter in That's instead right. of having a fist to pummel our enemies in the face? Give us a call, 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. What's your recipe for peace? What is your recipe for peace? Do you enter into contemplative prayer? Do you surrender your insane negative thoughts? Are you visiting upon your neighbor and providing them with a meal? Do you spend extra time with your husband or wife or speak kindly and more softly to your children in your distress? Are you watching something good on Netflix that's different than cable news? What are you doing to be an agent of peace? 800-320-8255. We'll take a break. Be back in a few minutes. We'd love to have that conversation with you. Stay with us. WORD. Playing Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New New music. New music from Mercy Me. Best news ever. It's the best news ever. Forever on your side by Need to Breathe. And Survivor by Zach Williams. I'm a survivor. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD on the weekend. Imagine yourself in the graduate degree program you've always wanted. Curriculum that advances your career and enriches your personal life. Practical lessons from accomplished professors. Face-to-face engagement with classmates. And from a Christian perspective. That's Geneva College. Flexible graduate programs that complement your busy life. If you want to advance to the next level in counseling, cybersecurity, higher education, or business administration, your Geneva College master's degree can help you get there. Come to Geneva's Classroom Graduate Programs open house event on monday november 5th in beaver falls between 5 and 7 p.m hear from faculty about in-demand classroom-based graduate programs whether you have an interest in an mba or masters in higher education cybersecurity, or counseling this event will help you take the next step in your career a light buffet will be served to register for the geneva graduate programs open house go to geneva.edu slash grad open house all one word that's geneva.edu slash grad open house the following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. 
That's 1-800-936-5496. You shield my head in the day of battle. Amen? Amen. Based on the true story of an army chaplain and his wife. I only stand before you today because Jesus is my rock and because I have a family who loves and believes in me. One marriage, one family, under God. It made me uh, appreciate family more. The theme of redemption was just so powerful. If that couple can find hope, I think we all can. Indivisible, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. For tickets and showtimes, go to IndivisibleMovie.com. Five years ago, a National Barna Omni poll discovered that 77% of evangelicals believe we're now living in the end times as described by the Bible. But how can we really know? Don't miss the most comprehensive, in-depth, prophetic end-time seminar anywhere. You'll be amazed at how much information God's Word provides. This all-day end-time seminar is Saturday, November 10th at Christ Church at Grove Farm. To learn more, go to endtimeseminar.com. That's endtimeseminar.com. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about how to be at peace in the midst of all this turmoil, murder in the streets, Squirrel Hill, 97-year-old women being killed, married couples, disabled people, special needs. I mean, what a week here in the city of Pittsburgh. And still, people scream and shake their fists when the president comes into town. And, I mean, it just, it seems never-ending. And I I go through periods where I'm in despair. And I think, even as a believer in Jesus Christ, how do you Mm -hmm. find peace in all this? 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Where do you find your piece? Uh, Michaela, uh, Mike, you're pointing at me, and there we go. Good. Hey, Michaela, you're on the air with us. How are you doing today? I'm well. How about yourself? Good, good, thanks. Thanks for uh, joining us today. What are your thoughts on all this? So, okay, as an African-American Christian, I think that the church could do a better job of race relations. And the reason I'm bringing in relations with all other ethnicities. So I'm bringing this up because you mentioned, oh, it's just politics. And for some, it may feel that way. But I know with myself and some friends in the Jewish community, like seeing someone in that magna hat, for instance, that sends a message. It sends, because there's been so much divisive rhetoric, okay, and because, like, even when the recent visit from our president there was that letter where 35,000 people signed it, including some Jewish leaders that said, unless you denounce white nationalism and hate crimes and these types of groups, don't come. He didn't denounce them, and he still came. And so those type of things sent a message, right? A negative message to people of color and immigrants and people of other religions and faiths. And so that is why people get so passionate you know, and I mean, there were three hate crimes over this past weekend. I know everyone's focused on the tragedy in Pittsburgh, myself as well, but there was the one in Kentucky, and there was a man who was trying to get into a black church. It's just that church, the doors have to be locked until he ended up shooting two people in the Kroger's grocery store. Wait, I'm sorry, sorry. Wait, so, wait, what happened there? You still there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I heard about the uh, the hate crime and uh, the guy went to Kroger's instead. He tried to go to a black church and the, and the door was locked. But, you know, I, I got to be honest, Michaela, uh, 
to me, uh, I, I believe the president should have showed up. And I think he had a right place as the position of the president of the United States to say, I'm coming into town. I'm going to act as the representative for the government of the United States, and I'm going to do my best. And I think he did a good job when he was here, despite the protest, despite the petitions. Uh, from my perspective, he was welcome here. Yeah, but my question for you, Michaela, is why, tell me why that speaks something on behalf of the of Christians. Do you feel like it does? I do, because I think in general, I think that Christians, as a Christian, like, we should be the example, the highest example of race relations. Yeah. And so some, and and I don't think any of us, I can say any of us are doing that good of a job at it. I think that's something that the world should be able to look at us and see that, but I think we let uh, differences in the way we worship, our style, and politics get in the way of that. So oh, for I sure, like- for sure. I-, I totally agree with that. I guess what I'm saying is I don't see where I don't see where the petition to keep the president from here means it has anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. Th- thanks, Michaela, for your phone call, though. 800-320-8255. Uh, let's go and speak. Sorry, let me jump over here. Uh, Susie. Hey, Susie, you're live on the air with Kath and myself. Uh, tell us your two cents about keeping the peace. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, I I think that um, being able to dialogue with people from the other side is the key. And I've had really exciting experience with that. I have a friend who was one of my best friends in high school. There were eight of us that ran around together. And um, she married another woman a couple of years ago and um, unfriended some of, the, some of the friends in our group because mm-hmm. they didn't like her post when she put it on. She didn't. I didn't like her post, but she didn't unfriend me. Um, two years ago during the election with um, Clinton and Trump, any time I would post anything on Facebook that looked like I was pro-Trump, she always read the post and would always, you know, put something negative on there. Um, but we, we continued to dialogue, and um, at Christmas that year, and I would end my post, because she's not afraid of, of um, speaking her mind and in your face like that. Yeah. So I would always come back with, um, we can agree to disagree. I still love you. We can be friends. Mm. And I think it, it, it um, kind Good of you. took her off, took her off guard. But anyway, um, through this whole, this mess recently, um, she came on and I never, I mean, she, she has bothered me that she's so in your face, but I never unfriended her or never wanted to shut the door in her face because, I may be the only Christian that she knows, and God may use me to lead her to him. That's good. So um, she asked me the other day, and I, I, anytime I dialogue with her, she sends me private messages. I'm always looking for a, a way to, you know, step in that door. And so she messaged me the other day, and she said, I want to ask you a question. She said, you can tell me to pound salt. You can um, ignore me. Tell me it's none of my business. But and I hope I've been wanting to ask you this, but I don't want you to get mad at me. She said, how can you be a Trump supporter and be a Christian? She said, I see your posts on Facebook and I see that you are a very religious person and a strong person of faith. And I don't know how you reconcile those two things. Well, I don't put pro Trump things on Facebook. Um, so I told her, I said, I'm not necessarily a Trump supporter. I had a really hard time during the last election. I would label myself more as a conservative and I, I told her that the reason I couldn't vote for Hillary is because um, I'm pro-life. 
and I could never vote for a candidate that is pro-abortion. Um, but anyway, when I first got the the message from her, I turned to my husband and I started laughing and I said, I've been looking for five years how to be able to share the gospel with her. And she basically just opened the door to me and said, tell me what you believe. And oh. so I did. I sent her a big, long post and I told her, um, you know, I basically shared the gospel with her. Oh, that's fabulous. That's a great story. That's you know race. why? Because you waited, you weren't obnoxious, you weren't trying to convert her to your political point of view, because who cares, but you were waiting for the right moment to talk about the big stuff. How do you find the peace? Hey, I'm Brant. So there's this guy named Jordan. He's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. And he goes to the doctor, true story, he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched earlier from medical insurance to MediShare, where Christians share each other's medical bills. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was, is this actually going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. So if you want to find out more, here is a number for you. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. You're a good mom. You've tried every parenting tip in the book, but nothing seems to stick. Your child is smart, but just can't sit still and focus. Or maybe you know that something is just off. If your child just can't do things you think he should be able to, there is a reason. Brain Balance can help. For over 10 years, the Brain Balance program has helped kids just like yours. This customized program doesn't just mask your child's issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child is not making friends, is disruptive in school, or life just seems a lot harder than it needs to be, it's not that he's not trying. He just can't change what he can't control. The Brain Balance Program can help. If you feel your child falling further and further behind in school, don't wait. Call your local center today and find out how Brain Balance can build the strong foundation your child needs for a brighter future. Visit BrainBalance.com for the center nearest you. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive rate shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Racial approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Now with free shipping, like today. Stay road ready for half the price. Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw will change your oil and filter for half off at just $19.95. For repair and maintenance, ASC certified techs, Napa parts, and a fair price, go with Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. Uh, so no one came to our house last night for trick-or-treating. We, our kids are gone. My wife and I are sitting, just 
Well, waiting. all of a sudden, this is like what the beginning of up. Like well, what? We're, like, we're just... waiting. You know what? I, I, so my wife bought some Halloween candy, and I've been doing like this no sugar thing. Yeah. She bought the little um, Heath, Heath bars. bars. I kid you not. Tell me. Maybe twenty. <gasps> That's not true. That's the absolute truth. <laughs> twenty is a I, lot. I I opened them up. <laughs> and then took the wrapper and stuck in my my pocket. And, mm-hmm. my, and when I went to bed, I opened uh, my po- I had a ball of Heath Bar wrappers. I mean, mm-hmm. that was just wrong. I, I, it was just anxious eating. Yeah. I was, I was waiting for the door, you know, some little kid to go, trick or treat. And, and I go, that was making you anxious? Hey, so you peanut. had to eat a Heath Bar? Well, I felt like, you know, like we lost the popularity contest, even though no one's coming up that hill. Well, you live at the top of a precipice. We do. I mean, it is asking a lot for a kid to trudge but up come there. on, kids. Let's go. Get did, up here. Did you wash those? Did you wash those? Uh, that candy down with Huggies? Oh, Mike. It's not Huggies. Or huggies hugs? are diapers. Okay? <laughs> it's little hugs, Mike. You know what? Important distinction, actually. It is. Hugs. Little hugs. Mm-hmm. We love them. They're good. I love them. Unbelievable. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump announced that he is going to implement reform in the nation's asylum laws. My administration is finalizing a plan to end the rampant abuse of our asylum system. It's abused to halt the dangerous influx, and to establish control over America's sovereign borders. The president told the White House gathering this afternoon that too many people have taken advantage of the asylum laws of the U.S. for their own purposes. He says these changes that the administration is going to implement will help those who genuinely seek asylum in America. The United States has charged companies in China and Taiwan and three individuals with stealing trade secrets from a U.S. semiconductor company. The Justice Department says the defendants included a Chinese-owned company singled out this week by the Trump administration. Another good day on Wall Street as the Dow is up by 265 points. This is SRN News. This is Mike Howard for Word FM, here to tell you about an awesome opportunity to attend Teal College in nearby Greenville, Pennsylvania, for an extremely discounted investment without discounting the educational experience. More on that in a moment. Teal College was founded in 1866 as a co-educational institution in western Pennsylvania. Teal is an independent liberal arts college rooted in the Lutheran tradition, offering distinctive programs in the arts and humanities, social and natural sciences, and professional studies, together with engaging co-curricular and athletic opportunities. Teal College provides an accessible and inclusive learning environment that emphasizes service to society. Teal's residential campus offers a safe and supportive setting in which to grow and learn. Word FM is pleased to offer a tuition voucher to a brand new student at Teal College at half price. Yes, half price. That is almost $15,000 in savings. Call me today, Mike Howard, to find out more. 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. 
And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two MyPillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code WORD to start enjoying the best sleep of your life. Or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 23rd at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. and all faiths and ages are welcome. Come fill your heart with joy and one million plates of food right here in Pittsburgh. To register, go to amentoaction.org. You shield my head in the day of battle. Amen? Amen. Based on the true story of an army chaplain and his wife. I only stand before you today because Jesus is my rock and because I have a family who loves and believes in me. One marriage, one family under God. It made me uh, appreciate family more. The theme of redemption was just so powerful. If that couple can find hope, I think we all can. Indivisible. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. For tickets and Showtimes go to indivisiblemovie.com. Today will be a cloudy, mild day with periods of rain. The high 65. Cloudy tonight with intermittent rain and drizzle, low 52. Cloudy tomorrow and much cooler, a leftover shower or two. Temperatures steady or slowly falling. Heading into Saturday, mostly cloudy, breezy, and chilly. A shower or two around in the morning. There may be some late day sunshine. The high Saturday, 48. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Joe Lundberg on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today for the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Another day and more funerals from Saturday's massacre at the Tree of Life Synagogue. Three victims laid to rest today. Sylvan Simon, 86, and his wife Bernice, 84, of Wilkinsburg. Services were held at noon uh, in Shadyside. Peter Smith of the Post-Gazette wrote just a couple paragraphs about the ceremony that uh, was held earlier. And he said this, The caskets belonging to Sylvan and Bernice Simon, who were married in the Tree of Life Synagogue during a candlelight ceremony in 1956, wow. were positioned at the front of the chapel with an American flag draped on the casket of Mr. Simons, who was a veteran. Numerous family members paid tribute to the Simons, saying they should be remembered not for how they died, but for their warm and welcoming spirit, their sense of humor, and their dedication to each other and their synagogue. They set an example for all, quote, is a beacon of light to shine throughout the world, which can ultimately mitigate and eliminate the hate that led to their untimely deaths, said their son, Mark Simon. Also laid to rest today, Richard Gottfried, age 65, of Ross, which is my community. Uh, the funeral services were today at 4 p.m. Sylvan Simon, Bernice Simon, and Richard Gottfried. Good golly. And also, too, um, also too um, apparently uh, D.A. Zapala has wanted to introduce something called a security summit that he hopes to f- meet with local religious and educational leaders. So what? Uh, pastors, rabbis, imams, and 
high school principals and vice principals to talk about school and church security, how to boost the facility's safetyness in the midst of all the turmoil here. Uh, Mr. Zapala said he'd uh, want a ways to protect worshipers and students, possibly by having a direct line, almost like a panic button, for reporting an incident of violence directly to the police in the community to increase response times. Well, i got to be honest. I mean, those response times in Squirrel Hill were super fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, all it takes is someone just a few minutes to murder any number of people. We've seen that repeatedly again and again and again. But I do appreciate uh, DA Zapala speaking out about this and wanting to be part of the conversation within the community. Second time Mr. Zapala has done something like that. He had a similar meeting with local groups in, uh, in 2000 after the racially motivated mass shooting by Richard Baumhammers. So that's good. I appreciate that. The more yep. conversation, the better. Yeah, really All is. right. Speaking of things that are better, yeah. uh, in the wake of this horror that uh, the Squirrel Hill community has experienced, and we all have experienced by extension, uh, Shay Katiri, 29 years old, a political refugee from Iran with little familiarity. And when I say little familiarity, I mean like nothing at all. Of Pittsburgh. <laughs> he created... <laughs> A GoFundMe account on Saturday afternoon um, to benefit the people who were involved in Tree of Life. Um, let me give you some details about Shay Katiri. As I said, 29 years old, a political refugee from Iran. Uh, he's a grad student in international relations at Johns Hopkins University. And this is what he did when he got up on Saturday. First off, he was hungover. Okay. 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 He went to a Halloween party Friday night. He had said, a little too much. Had a little too much. He was hungover Saturday, woke up, but his roommate is Jewish, and she told him what had happened. She was very upset about the shooting mm-hmm. at Tree of Life. And so he thought, well, I've set up a GoFundMe account before oh. for other things, so I guess I could do it this time. So he said it took him two minutes to set it up. And as of today, shortly past noon, the GoFundMe account that Shea Katiri set up to benefit those associated with Tree of Life is at $1,040. Wow. Wow. $1,040. So he did an interview with Gary Rothstein at uh, the PG and a couple things I want to highlight from it. First off, um, the Post-Gazette said – you know, what would you have known about Pittsburgh before Saturday's shooting? Yeah. And Mr. Kateri said, well, I knew it as the capital of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Was he still hungover? And so this PG said, well, it's not really the capital. Harrisburg is. And he said, oh, yeah, right. It's just the largest city, right? Okay. And then he said, no, wait a minute. I guess that's Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm still a little. Anyway, uh, he went on to say – that he it literally took him, you know, two minutes to set this up, but he thought it was the least that he could do. He said, as a millennial, when I wake up, the first thing I do is take out my phone and open my laptop. And so that's what I did. I went to GoFundMe. Um, the Post Gazette said, so the way you've set it up with GoFundMe is that money goes directly to Tree of Life financial accounts instead of through you. Yeah. And he said, right. I have no access to the funds, which is great because I'm not very good with money. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. So Post Gazette said, so what were you expecting that the money would accomplish? And he said, I just wanted it to be helpful to the community and for the survivors and victims, the funeral, the medical expenses, the expenses of the synagogue. I was just really working off the top of my head that I would try to raise this and see what happened. So the PG said, how do you explain the success? And he said, people care. They might not like welfare and high taxes, but Americans are charitable and prefer to contribute in their own way. They want to help. And so the Post-Gazette said, well, okay, so that's great. But why you? Why you? You're not even American. Why did you do this? He said, 
I guess it's just the fact that it crossed my mind when it did, and the fact that I have been on the receiving end of a lot of Jewish generosity. I've been involved in several nonprofit organizations that benefited from Jewish philanthropy, and a lot of my mentors, both professors and bosses, almost all of them are Jewish. I have been on the receiving end all my life. I felt there was this one small thing I could do. Oh, that is so fabulous. So wow. the, I mean, isn't that the best? That sure is. Isn't that the absolute best? And the kindness and generosity of people across the country and the world to jump in on that GoFundMe campaign. A million dollars. So the question for him was, so after all you've done, and he said, wait a minute, what do you, it's not all I've done. He said, I'll take credit for the $36 I contributed myself. And the two minutes. The two minutes of work I spent putting it up. Oh, that's really cool. And then at the end, they People said, so great. wait a minute, so who are you and why are you here? And he said, I came here on a student visa four and a half years ago. I've been involved with a dissident Iranian group since then in the United States. I also signed a letter against the Iranian regime and found out I was blacklisted by the government there. All of these things came together to lead me to apply for U.S. asylum. I am temporarily allowed to stay here until a judge decides my case, which may take years. Well, certainly raising a million dollars or being the God engine behind bless that him. will speak God, in his favor. God bless him. Thank you, Shay Katiri, 29 years old, political refugee from Iran, for taking two minutes out of his day and making a million-dollar difference for people at the Tree of Life. Fabulous. Hey, uh, thanks a lot for that. Listen, we're going to talk with April Lawson in just a little bit. But before, before we do that, we were talking about Halloween candy yesterday. Our favorite Halloween candy, and you know, uh, one of the favorite, uh, one of our questions was, where would be the first place that you'd go to? Like, like you know, who in your neighborhood as a kid did you want to go to first? I said Mrs. Butcherelli. I said the Skirtis. because we had taffy apples. What'd mm-hmm. you get? This, well, the Skirtis, It was just the, the theater of it. You know, she dressed oh, up. She had right. a cauldron. It was smoking. It was cool. Right. And then we started talking about things that you know we thought, well, that's you know, slow you down. Things that kind of weigh you down a yeah, little bit. Yeah, they write things that weigh you down. And then Kath brought up uh, hugs. I did. And I was like, oh, I, I said, you know, some, uh, you know, off the top, off the top of my head, you know, how I get a little caustic there. I, I said an unkind thing about hugs, little hugs. And I want to apologize to the people in Verona and Daly, the, the people who make the little hugs. Because mm-hmm. for kids, I, kids love that stuff. So out, <laughs> outstanding, the little hugs, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was just supposed to be funny. It, it, yeah, I guess it was. But it, want to say it's not that but is this the hugs theme song mike it's not the hugs theme song it's it's my my theme song for hugs because i love hugs which is different than the actual theme song right are there hugs in your house right now because you've got a kid oh of course i got i got like a variety pack i got the berry blend variety pack i got the tropical variety pack i got the lemonade variety pack bring it on baby big in the little hugs little hug baby the best the daily folks it's it's a good song mike it is thanks Little Hugs and 101.5 Word FM. John and Kathy, a new mic in the ride home. Word FM. Next time on Orchard Hill Today. But what this series is really about is it's about narrowing the gap between what could be, what God calls us to, and what is. It's about addressing some of that disappointment. This week, Dr. Kirby Yorkland will look at the book of 2 Peter to offer biblical guidance to help us live life in the fullness that God intended. In the series, Make Every Effort. Be sure to join us weekday mornings at 9.30 a.m. for Orchard Hill Today on 101.5 Word FM. 
The original Mattress Factory's mission is simple. We hand-build quality mattresses in our local factories. We sell those mattresses directly to our customers so we can eliminate the middleman, saving you hundreds of dollars compared to mainstream brands. While the other guys have their gimmicks, the original Mattress Factory has a straightforward approach and is committed to quality and doing what's best for our customers. It's what we've done for almost 30 years. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Great beds, no bull. That is the Original Mattress Factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made honestly priced. Don't be at a disadvantage when it comes to your Medicare coverage. The 2018 Donut Hole is closing fast. Open enrollment ends December 7th and you have some important decisions to make today. Medicare is confusing. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial know you have questions and they have the answers you're looking for. Before you lock in for another year, are you sure you're getting the best coverage possible? Visit MarleyFG.com and find out for yourself. Do you hold Pat for 2019? Has your Advantage plan changed terms on you? What premiums are going up next year and by how much? Should you switch your Part D prescription plan or drop it altogether? Don't go it alone. Let Marley Financial steer you to a comprehensive solution that lets you access any hospital or doctor you want. A plan that focuses not just on cost, but quality, with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. Why get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses? Visit MarleyFG.com today. That's MarleyFG.com. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. We've been in business since 2001. Greg Hybert, independent local owner of Sears Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. We care about our customer satisfaction. We're actually a local company. It's a franchise owned, which is my family, the hybrid family. And just recently, we were rewarded third in the nation in customer service. If you have an issue, we want to hear about it. We want to know if something happened because we want to take care of it. We're going to get your home as clean as we can. Call 412-821-5200. Satisfaction guaranteed. 412-821-5200. Hey, thanks for being with us. You know, um, to read the, I guess, their obituaries, to read the obituaries in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette that the Post-Gazette's been publishing about the 11 people who were murdered on Saturday, I think to a person, anybody who reads those goes, I wish I would have known those guys. I mean, they sound like terrific people. people. Right. And and that's so often the case, right? For me, at least, I read the obituary and I think, oh, geez, why wasn't I connected to those people? There are so many people who are walking among us who are just really wonderful people. Living well. Yes. And it's kind of reverse of the narrative. We think about the world, we think, oh, holy heck, people are crazy. We're living like around with nutty people. 
but there are many wonderful saints who walk among us. April Lawson is with us. April is the Associate Director of Weave, which is a social fabric project at the Aspen Institute. April previously worked for David Brooks and Ross Dudat at the New York Times. Her own research that April focuses on includes morality, feminism, and America's current fragmentation over politics and culture. And uh, April, uh, we welcome you back to the show. How are you today? Thanks so much. It's really good to be here. Thank you. Um, yeah. How, how are you guys? We're, we're pretty good. I mean, it's been a – if you've been, been reading lot. along, right, I'm sure you're in touch with the ah. news. And Squirrel Hill ah. is just broken and people are brittle, I would say, fragile. Yeah, mm. yeah but, you know, mm. in, in thinking about what you have been working on um, in your listening tour across the country, I can say that, mm-hmm. you know, one absolutely – insanely evil person came and wreaked havoc mm-hmm. in a portion of Pittsburgh. But you cannot, mm-hmm. the, the, there are countless, countless stories mm-hmm. of beauty that have come afterward. I mean, so mm-hmm. many more people, you know, so many more people mm-hmm. who have walked and who have lit candles and who have sung songs and mm-hmm. taken food and set up GoFundMes mm-hmm. and contributed to the GoFundMes and, and, you know, threw mm-hmm. flowers at, on the, on the uh, on the steps of the synagogue, and uh, you know, put flowers at the door of the dentist's office, and you know, just mm-hmm. it's just been an outpouring of regular people trying to express whatever care they can. And I bet mm-hmm. you, April, that you have seen this on your tour across the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I I really like the way that you you've named that just now. That you know, there are these terrible terrible things that happen in the world, and and yet what comes after is sometimes. Um, greater right in a way it's it's beautiful mm-hmm. in a way that just transcends what happened and um and it's funny because you we think of uh we have this word heroes right and we think of the the people that it's worth emulating or role models or whatever in our society as as often like famous people or or you know people Abe Lincoln or whoever right and right. and yet um there are a lot of in in any community you go to there are uh a good number of just really spectacular individuals who are spending their lives devoted to other people. And um, I think it's worth taking some time just to recognize them. And, and honestly, I, I read that too in the obituaries. And um, yeah, like like you, John, I, I wish I could have known some of them because it sounds like they were these folks. Yeah. Um, so. so that's important to remember, right? That um, maybe instead mm-hmm. of being in such a hurry to go from one thing to another in our lives, that we would just recognize the person who's ahead of us in the line at the grocery store, the you know the teller at the bank, or you know the person mm-hmm. on their bike next to our car, and just I don't know appreciate their humanity and think you know mm-hmm. maybe I could offer them a bit of you know generous spirit as I go through my day. Can you tell us, April, yeah. about this listening tour that you've been on? Definitely. First of all, why, where where did you get this idea and why are you doing it? Oh, sure. Yeah. So um, Weave is a new program at Aspen, and it's led by David Brooks. And the um, the mission is to combat social isolation, which is to say loneliness um, and the breakdown of relationships both within communities and between them. Um, and our what we believe is that the answer to so these are our huge problems. There is a lot of research that backs them up. You know, people say that they have fewer friends. Uh, social trust is way down. Um, but, uh, the good news is that we believe that there is, um, uh, the solution is there, right? It's in, it's in every community almost that you can go to. And, um, it's in these people who are really, as you say, like really good at relationships and really good at, um, 
you know, just, just devote their whole selves to other people and um, just sort of reweave the, the, the social fabric that, that we see in tatters around us. And so we've actually, we've gone to a number of different places. Um, uh, we started in, in DC and then we went to Houston, Texas. We were in Greenville, South Carolina, a little town called Wilkesboro, North Carolina. We were in um, Youngstown, Ohio, and then a, a rural area around Athens, Ohio, um, Houston, uh, sorry, I already said Houston, Chicago, um, and New Orleans, and, and we're going to some other places too. And what's been striking is that in any place you go, um, there are certain, and, and what we do is we interview community builders, and, um, you know, of course everyone is different and every place is different, but there are also some big things they have in common. And um, one of them, and this one surprised me, is that they are, they tend to be very joyful, joyful people. Um they're often people who have experienced a lot of suffering. So it's not that they haven't seen hard things, but they are, they are often, they, when I, when I meet them, it's hard not to be happy around them. And, um, they, uh, they just radiate some sort of sense of, um, often, I think one of the big things is that, um, you know, everybody I think has a deep longing to be a vessel, right. To be used for good in the world. Um, uh, by God, or, or if you don't believe in God, then just to be to use you, your power for good. And and these are um, th- people who have really found the way to do that. And um, it just it just leads to joy. Um, That's good. And I didn't expect that. You didn't expect yeah. it. So uh, so talk about that. I mean, to not expect that because you know what's interesting here as we talk about the shooting and, and read the accounts that you know the person who perpetrated these things uh intersected mm-hmm. with the head of the hospital who you know when he came mm-hmm. in he had been shot so he needed medical attention so there were any number of jewish mm-hmm. doctors who laid hands on this man to alleviate right. his pain and suffering and the the head of the yep. hospital who's also a jewish man came and he wanted mm-hmm. to see him he wanted to make contact with him and mm-hmm. someone asked him well what did you take away and he said you know i, I expected to look into the eyes of a monster but what i saw in instead was a lonely mm. man and, mm. and i think that's the mm-hmm. heartbreak i mean so much so that uh, mm-hmm. in the uk recently the uk's uh, put someone you know as the head of loneliness as part of a minister right. position so when right. you think about that what people mm-hmm. that are saintly or happy or are engaged they have community where people mm-hmm. who are lost and look at this man angry to the point of murderous rage was alone in right. this world. So I think that says yep. what something deeply about the community we choose or not choose mm-hmm. to be connected with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think you're totally right about that. And, and yeah, one of the common characteristics among all these people, all these shooters is, is that they're lonely, like to a person. Um, and one of the things that's been interesting to me is, is, um, sort of just trying to observe how these people are devoted to their community and, and sort of what are the what does that feel like? What does it look like? And I'm starting to come to the conclusion that um, one of the things they do is that they tr- they love other people the way that most people only love their families. And so, for example, um, uh, one piece of that is that they're often available 24-7. And so there's a, a guy I talked to in, in Chicago who is, um, his name is Charles Perry, and he was a... Um, spent two decades in prison uh, for, for felony convictions and um, it totally changed him. And he, um, you know, he says that he's finally being the person that he wanted to be before. He just didn't know how to quite, 
quite be that in the world. And what he does is he goes and talks to young men whose, you know, every sign might suggest that they're going to go into that kind of life and, and maybe in jail for a long time, may really get into some trouble. And, um, uh, and what he tells them is, this is my phone number. You can call me anytime, day or night, and I'll pick up and I'll be there for you. And that's just the kind of thing that, um, that people don't do, you know, that isn't, uh, that's something you would do for your brother or your kid, right. but not for a stranger. And um, I, one other thing I would add about him is I really, it's interesting too, because just like with a, a parent or a family member, you've got to have complex love, right? Like you've got to have both the sort of merciful, compassionate side and also the side that says like that you have to live up to something. And so Charles Perry says he, <laughs> um, in his words, there's none of them, he doesn't, uh, tell the kids only what they want to hear. There's none of the like, oh, it gets better. He says, no, this is what's actually going to happen to you. And you have to sort of wake up and deal with it. You're you're a victim in some ways, but in other ways you're making choices. And anyway, so, and then we have people who, one, one more story and then I'll, I'll stop. I just mm-hmm. love these people. It's hard to, um, there's a guy named Sam in uh, Athens, outside Athens, Ohio. The town is actually Gloucester. And um it's a place that's been really hard hit by the opioid crisis and the decline in, um, you know, the industry in that area. And um, he's uh, what he does is he runs a gym, and uh, he's this sort of quiet, soft-spoken older guy who was in his day a, a very real boxing champion. Hmm. And now he runs a free gym. And um, a couple weeks ago, a couple kids broke into it, and you know. So you would think that he went to court and you would think he'd be like, okay, great. These kids are finally going to get, you know, taught a lesson. But instead he asked the judge to give them a light sentence and then he hired them to work at his gym to try to teach them something. And so you have sort of both kinds of love, Mm -hmm. uh, the hard kind and, and the merciful kind. I'll tell you, April, I think this is such, I love that it's a project that you thought was worthy of your time. And I love that there are other people that are investing in this. It just, you know, it gives me hope for the future. We'd love to talk to you about this more. Maybe the next time you join us, we can hear some more stories about the people that you're meeting across the country. But for now, just let us say thank you to you for being part of our show today. It's April Lawson, Associate Director of Weave, the Social Fabric Project at the Aspen Institute. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, 
I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-494-2323. That's 800-494-2323. 800-494-2323. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. The turkey comes and the turkey goes. It all happens pretty quickly. What remains is one important person and their appreciation for the simple fact you sent a Thanksgiving e-card from CrossCards.com. It's free for you, it's easy, and it leaves the recipient thankful. Express the spirit of thanks in a way that really matters to someone who really matters to you. Free Thanksgiving e-cards from CrossCards.com. Is your car ready for winter? Get the jump on Jack Frost. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville has everything you need to protect against the elements inside and out. From spray-on bed liners to rust-proofing, WeatherTech floor liners to extreme detailing. And now, through November 15th, get up to 50 bucks off remote starters during their preseason sale while supplies last. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville. 40 years for the extreme in all of us at ExtremeTruck.net. Today will be a cloudy, mild day with periods of rain. The high 65, cloudy tonight with intermittent rain and drizzle, low 52. Cloudy tomorrow and much cooler, a leftover shower or two. Temperatures steady or slowly falling. And again to Saturday, mostly cloudy, breezy and chilly. A shower or two around in the morning. and maybe some late day sunshine, the high Saturday, 48. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Joe Lundberg on 101.5 Word FM. So there was a lot of heat, President Trump coming into um, Pittsburgh, which was, I thought, ridiculous. But uh, Tree of Life rabbi Jeffrey Meyer said today that he was, quote, pleasantly surprised to discover a warm and personal side to the president when he visited Pittsburgh this week. Meyer's comments about Trump, who has been criticized for his lack of empathy, uh, came during a CNN interview in which he recounted a visit on Tuesday. He says, quote, Jeffrey Meyer says this, I was privileged to have a private 15 or 20 minute conversation with the family. The president was very warm, very consoling. He put his hand on my shoulder. First question he asked me was, Rabbi, tell me how you are doing. And then he says, I, uh, the rabbi says, I must say, throughout the time that we spent together, I was pleasantly surprised by a warm mm-hmm. and personal side of the president. See that? As you know why that is? Because you're looking someone in the eye and you are having a conversation. Everything is different when you're looking someone in the eye. Face to face. They are not a tweet. They are not a meme. They are not the enemy. They're not the red state, the blue state. They are a living human being who is looking at you and exchanging communication, compassion, empathy, conversation. Could we do this, please? It changes the world when we are one-on-one with each other. Heaven help us. Couldn't agree more. I mentioned earlier today the um, the Iranian, the Iranian dissident, Shay Katiri, yes. um, who set up the GoFundMe account for the Tree of Life. Um, he, he said it took him two minutes to set it up. 
Um, and he donated 36 of his own dollars. Good for him. Because he's a poor student. And uh, as of noon today, he had raised $1,040, Big contributed that. by 16,626 donors. Yeah. Is that terrific? I love Anyway, that. another part of the, um, the article that I didn't have a chance to talk about is that um, in thanks for doing this, many people have offered him sports tickets. Like Steeler tickets, Penguins like Penn's tickets, nice. like Pirate season tickets, like whatever what? he wants. Okay, is he a sports fan? Uh, well, he said this. He said uh, he's never been to Pittsburgh. Of course, he thought it was the state capital first off, and then right <laughs> when someone thought it wasn't the state capital, he said, "Well, at least it's the biggest city in Pennsylvania." Right? Well, you're wrong twice, sir. All right, but you've got a kind and generous heart. We don't care because he's so awesome. Anyway, Shea Katiri said uh, he'd love to be able to attend a Steelers or Penguins game sometime. So nice. he wants to take people up on the offer. Pittsburghers, he said have quickly uh, quickly started sending him offers as soon as the GoFundMe site had taken off. Uh, some were sent directly to him. Some came through the PG as an intermediary. Some of the offers included lodging, airfare, and other hosting. Nice. How about that? One email to the PG said, please let him know. I'll send him two Champions Club tickets for a Steeler game when he wants to go. His tolerance and love for all people is to be commended. This is what we mean when we say love over hate. Very, very good. Isn't that great? Okay, Shay. Come yeah. on into the Pittsburgh. So I man. think he's going to become a Pens fan, first mm-hmm. off. Uh, I, I, Better that than a Flyer fan. You well, know. a Flyer? Okay. A Flyer fan isn't even included in the conversation. I was going well, Steelers is no, what no, no, I was no, no. going for. Because he was thinking, you know, he doesn't even know where Pittsburgh is, what well, size plus, of the city we are. And he can't – the reason I went Pens first is it's just going to take too long to explain the Le'Veon Bell thing. I oh, think it's please. just going to get in the way. Le'Veon I feel like, who? Who's Le'Veon? <laughs> I feel like it's just too much to explain how you would give up $900,000 a week and then be okay with it. But anyway, so we're is. hoping that Shea Kateri goes Penn's fan first, becomes a Steeler fan, and I hope he gets those Pirates season tickets. I think he should just move here. I mean, he's loved by all of us who yep. think that what he did was just terrific. And so we want to you know, welcome into the warm embrace. He could be my neighbor. Okay. He's got to get some <laughs> You just want to go to some now. of the sporting events. Oh, right? yeah. You sure do. <laughs> hey, just want to say uh, we love little hugs. Just in case oh, you're wondering. Gosh. Just want to say it, okay? <laughs> Yesterday there was a few John. disparaging comments and we're just coming back and saying it's a, it's a drink that sh- your kids love too. Wait, is this the hugs theme song, Mike? That's right. Well, it's not the hugs theme song. It's my theme song for hugs. Which is different. Very Which nice. is different, yeah. Little hugs. Go get yourself some hugs, people. You singing the melody line on top? Little hugs. Little hugs. Stick around. Uh, Lou Weiss is with us. Yeah, we played this interview yesterday. Lou was with us live, but so many people didn't get a chance to hear it. We got a great feedback, so you get to hear it next. 101.5 WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on wordfm.com, on christianradio.com, on the next Radio FM chip. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101. 1.5 WORD. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. 
It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code word to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit mypillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. You're a good mom. You've tried every parenting tip in the book, but nothing seems to stick. Your child is smart, but just can't sit still and focus. Or maybe you know that something is just off. If your child just can't do things you think he should be able to, there is a reason. Brain Balance can help. For over 10 years, the Brain Balance program has helped kids just like yours. This customized program doesn't just mask your child's issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child is not making friends, is disruptive in school, or life just seems a lot harder than it needs to be, it's not that he's not trying. He just can't change what he can't control. The Brain Balance program can help. If you feel your child falling further and further behind in school, don't wait. Call your local center today and find out how Brain Balance can build the strong foundation your child needs for a brighter future. Visit BrainBalance.com for the center nearest you. Imagine yourself in the graduate degree program you've always wanted. Curriculum that advances your career and enriches your personal life. Practical lessons from accomplished professors. Face-to-face engagement with classmates. And from a Christian perspective. That's Geneva College. Flexible graduate programs that complement your busy life. If you want to advance to the next level in counseling, cybersecurity, higher education, or business administration, your Geneva College master's degree can help you get there. Come to Geneva's Classroom Graduate Programs Open House event on Monday, November 5th in Beaver Falls between 5 and 7 p.m. Hear from faculty about in-demand classroom-based graduate programs. Whether you have an interest in an MBA or master's in higher education, cybersecurity, or counseling, this event will help you take the next step in your career. A light buffet will be served. To register for the Geneva Graduate Programs Open House, go to geneva.edu slash gradopenhouse, all one word. That's geneva.edu Slash grad open house. She's nine years old with curly brown hair. She watches out her window, just waiting for a family to love her. Maybe you're the one called to adopt her. Or maybe you aren't. Maybe you're the one called to help the family who does. Adopting is a tough time of transition and sometimes trauma, but there are ways you can help. Do yard work cook some meals, or help around the house. Offer mom and dad a date night. Maybe you can be a mentor or friend to the newly adopted child. Just some ideas to get you started. Maybe you aren't called to adopt, but you can help those who do. Pray and see what God shows you. You could be part of adoption in a whole new way. Go to icareaboutorphans.org for more ideas. icareaboutorphans.org A message from Focus on the Family. You know, one of the things about the tragedy that happened on Saturday is that I think for all of us, that it tears you away from your routine 
and your complacency and forces you, if you are so inclined, to go into different conversations and directions. You look at the world and your neighbors, perhaps in a whole new light. Such is the case with our next guest. Lou Weiss is with us. You may know the name Weiss. It uh, certainly has uh, many tendrils here in the city of Pittsburgh, mostly to do with design and carpeting. Lou Weiss is with us. He wrote a terrific piece in the Wall Street Journal, which we picked up on, and uh, a lot of people have, have well have commented on this. But we welcome Lou to the show. Lou, thanks for joining us today. How are you? No, thanks for having me. It's uh, a pleasure to be with you guys. Yeah, Lou, we were really happy to see your name uh, in the Wall Street Journal and then to hear you on NBC News. We'll get to that in a little bit. But you wrote in the journal that for a couple of years, you were the head of a congregation that merged with Tree of Life. And for many years, you were one of those late arriving regulars at the Shabbat morning service. Can you talk about that? Yes. Yeah, I mean, basically, I belong to a number of synagogues. It's maybe, I don't know if it's typical of Pittsburgh, but the community here is so kind of uh, ecumenical might be the right word, and I like a lot of rabbis, and so I belong to a number of different synagogues, and so one of the synagogues I belong to, Beth Shalom, one of the rabbis left, I helped him start a new synagogue, we were kind of a vagabond shul, and um, and he didn't have any benefits, so we, we merged with Tree of Life, our small, and he became the rabbi Tree of Life. He's been on the news a lot recently, he's a white beard and a pirate's hat, Chuck Diamond, oh, yeah. and then he left he left Tree of Life, and, um, and so it's I don't give money to them anymore. Of course, I will be now. Um, but so we, I went to the Shabbat service, I mean, with Chuck. And actually, I went with um, Rabbi Myers that's there now. And I knew Rabbi Bar and all the rabbis there. Hmm. And um, and I knew a lot of the people that were in the thing. I didn't know them. We weren't uh, great friends outside of synagogue, but they were always there. They were stalwarts. They always showed up. And it was, you know, uh, and so I was at the funerals yesterday. And uh, my wife was at one today. And I'm going to one on Friday. And. It's it's brutal, but I mean the the outpouring of, um, what's the word? You know, just you know, uh, spine and uh, support mm-hmm. and rallying around the Jewish community here by the by the uh, Christian community, by Jewish community around the world, by Christians around the world. It has been it's gratifying and it helps. And it, and, it, and it says you're not alone, and it's so unique to the United States of America, I can't tell you. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in Europe, there's, there's, there's synagogues are attacked, and half the people are, are enthused about it. In the United States, it's universal. In, this, in, in, in Pittsburgh, universal. It, it's uh, condemned. And um, so, but I mean, it's, uh, it's, a, a, it's a conservative show. I would sometimes get up and do a little Bible commentary at the end, as when I was president. And not that I know that much. I don't. You guys know a lot more than me. No, I'm sure that's um, not true. But, Lou, yeah. that, that's interesting because, you know, um, when you talk to Christians, you know, they tend to stay in a congregation for, you know, whatever. But, but you know, I've heard this, what you're describing, is there's a fluidity here, which I think is really interesting. And I guess as well, you know, people talk about six degrees of separation. You know, you get in small circles, and it's, you know, in Pittsburgh, half a degree of separation. So you kind of like people sort of move from place to place. How, how does that work as far as teaching or, you know, conservative or all that thing together? Does it even make a difference? It's a really good question. It's a really good question. And, I mean, as people go through their lives, I mean, sometimes it'll be a specific rabbi that they like or a specific style of service i wrote an article for this uh, for, the, for the wall street journal about this a, a few years ago called uh, confessions of a synagogue hopper and i talked about my various synagogues i go to and the various things i like about each of them 
And um, they're all wonderful in their own ways. And a lot of it depends on, you know, what my mood is that, Shabbat. I mean, not everyone can afford to do it. And frankly, I don't pay full dues at all of them. I pay full dues at a couple. Sure. And then they give me special out-of-town rates at the other ones. <laughs> but, I mean, they're, you know, and frankly, I, I'm not much of a prayer. I like to hear what the, the sermons are, yeah. what the rabbis give. And so I usually arrive in time for that. And... Um, I'm you know, usually disappointed, but so what? I mean, as long as they make a stab at it, I don't care. Yeah. And uh, yeah, something, even if I disagree, that's okay, too. That's interesting. As long as uh, we're discussing what, you know, what's, what's, uh, how, how the, the Torah portion specifically pertains. That's what I wrote about in my last Wall Street Journal piece. Because last week, you know, Abraham was, you know, fighting for Saddam. And, um, and he was bargaining with God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it's a crazy thing. This week coming up is the first real estate transaction in the Bible. I mean, Abraham, Abraham is buying a burial place for his wife, Sarah. They say, I'll give it to you. The, the, the people in, in, uh, um, in Hebron will give, you, will give it to you. She says, no, I insist on paying. I'm probably wrong when I say 400 shekels, something like that. He insists on paying for it. And I think that's the beginning of Jews in the in the real estate business, right there and then. <laughs> that's what start, it starts this week. Man, you guys go way back. That's good. Okay, let's go back to Sodom for a minute. So it's a story that I'm sure a lot of our listeners don't know. Um, so talk to us about that. So Abraham's bargaining <clears throat> with God because God said he's going to yeah. destroy Sodom because of all sorts of crappy stuff they've done. And uh, talk about what, what Abraham's encouraging him to do. Well, he's saying, you know, look, you, how can this is going to look bad for you, God, if you do this? What are people going to say? I mean, already, don't forget, you know, uh, Garden of Eden, that went wrong. Noah went wrong. This is like the third shot at things here. And so, I mean, the you know, difference is Noah, frankly, didn't argue for the rest of the world when he, when he told Noah, Noah just told his ark. He didn't argue for it. Here, Abraham is arguing for not just for strangers, for evil strangers. And if he can find even 10 good men, he starts with 100, and I think, I forget the numbers, 15, then 10. <clears throat> and if he can find, you know, 10 good men, uh, would God spare the city? And he couldn't. And the, and the great sin, at least, I'm, I'm not sure if it's from the Talmud, but the great sin, aside from the fact that these people were, they, they were basically abusing visitors. Mm-hmm. So people that would be guests and visitors in, in, in the town, would, they would be, have to fear for their lives, yeah. or, that they, or that they might be raped. And um, hence the term sodomites. But the um, but Abraham you know, went, went forth, and it, it ultimately failed in his negotiations. But I mean, it's a, it's a theme throughout the Bible. I mean, you know, what can I say? We're 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 not going to just take the standing down. God made us as partners in in in, in, in making this world, and we have a say in things. And you know, and it's I mean, Moses argues with God, and I mean. That, you know, the rabbi argued with God at the funeral the other day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's calling, good. He was calling him out. Yeah, it's necessary, yeah. right? I mean, you know, look at the Psalms. They're filled of arguments back and yeah. forth. So, so so, what about that, Lou? You know, I mean, so uh, after 9-11, uh, the churches were filled. So I would imagine this Saturday, the synagogues in Squirrel Hill should be packed to overflow. They, they Hopefully. I'm assuming that they will be. I mean, the funerals have been <laughs> typically on a, on a typical Shabbat. The more observant the synagogue, the more people that you'll find there. And because um, if I can make it in time to my Orthodox one, I go to that one. If I'm a little later, I go to my conservative one. And I'll probably go to my Reform one this Friday night. And within a weekend, I'll maybe be at three different denominations. Yeah. And, um, and as I said in my article, the good news about that is when I stay home on a Saturday and just sleep in, 
every rabbi thinks I'm at another synagogue. <laughs> That's a good safety <laughs> system you've got set up there, Lou. <laughs> That's very good. That's like so you, you are a wise man. Do you play chess too? Because that's thinking ahead several moves, really. <laughs> so, Lou, what about what about Squirrel Hill itself? I mean, uh, I was in Squirrel Hill on Sunday and yesterday, and uh, of course, it's overrun. I mean, it's it's overrun by media, national, international, local. It's it must be hard to navigate through there, and I'm sure wherever you go, people want to stick a microphone in your house. And you know, with with that, I'm glad that you're here with us today. But people want to talk a lot, to you. Yeah, yeah. Frankly, a lot of them are my own children. My one, my eldest daughter is a uh, writer at the New York Times for their editorial page, and my youngest daughter writes for the New York Post. She's, the Post is sending her in this weekend to you know survey the scene at the, specifically a Tree of Life and other synagogues as well. And frankly, she was my partner when I would go to the Tree of Life. Shabbat morning service. So, you know, my youngest daughter typically went with me to those services. Um, but they're, they are everywhere. And, and in fact, you, I bought the turn on TV and I watch, yeah, I know that person. I know that person. There's that rabbi, this rabbi. And um, the one thing that the common theme I think that you're seeing throughout is that people are saying, we will not be defeated. Mm-hmm. We will not be defeated by this. You know, I mean, Israeli Jews deal with it all the time. Yeah. And they, 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 and they know this routine. It's new. It's new, certainly, to the United States and certainly to us here in Pittsburgh. But the, the feeling I'm getting is that we will not be, uh, that we will not shut down from this. We're going to keep our values, and our community is tighter than ever. This guy thought he was going to, you know, undermine the, the morale of, of the Jewish community here. He's wrong. And even the broader community, he was, he was absolutely wrong. And, I mean, you know, I'm getting getting fruit baskets from uh, Crossroad Community from Jeff and Bev Harris. I mean, people say, I mean, I'm, I'm getting people reaching out from, from across the community from around the world. Fabulous. And I think the media here is getting it, too. I mean, they're trying, sadly, they're trying to make a political story out of it, which uh, happened in a couple of them there, which I think is not the story here. The story is that this guy was an anti-Semite. He was a hater. Yeah. Right. And, so- he, was, and, he, was, and he was evil. <clears throat> Lou, we need to take a break, but if we can ask you to stay with us for just a minute while we go to a commercial, we want to come back and uh, play one of your inclin- one of your uh, incidents, so to speak, on NBC News. You handled yourself so well. We were so proud of you as a Pittsburgher for speaking up as you did, and we want to play that for our listening audience. So we'll be back in just a minute. Lou Weiss, carpet salesman in Pittsburgh. Change furnace filters. Check. Change smoke detector batteries. Check. Install CO2 detector. Check. Make sure the furnace is ready in good working condition. When you have Pellis Heating and Cooling Service your system, check. You're ready for anything. And be confident knowing a Pellis Tech is available 24 hours a day in case of emergencies. With after-hour calls, return within 30 minutes. Keep your family comfortable with a comfortable family company. Pellis, P-E-L-L-E-S, at PellisHVAC.com. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Discover the next Obama, or maybe the next LeBron James. Try OZY.com right now. Ozzy, it's like a latte for your mind. Get some. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Now with free shipping, like today. Stay road ready for half the price. Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw will change your oil and filter for half off at just $19.95. For repair and maintenance, ASC certified techs, Napa parts, and a fair price, go with Green Apple Auto Works in Glenshaw. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. If you're looking for adventure, serving as a volunteer on the Mercy Ship in Africa is an adventure like no other. 
you'll be serving on the largest non-governmental hospital ship in the world, providing free care to some of the world's poorest people. Whether you're performing a surgery, cleaning the deck, or transporting a patient to a Hope Center to recover, every day you'll be making a difference in the lives of struggling people. Hard work? Definitely. Long hours? Oh yeah. In fact, you'll be pushed to your limits. Your heart will break with compassion for those you're serving. But every single day will be tremendously fulfilling. And in volunteering aboard the Mercy Ship, you will be transformed. Join our community of faith, serving as a volunteer with those whom Jesus called the least of these. Connect with us today at mercyships.org. That's mercyships.org. It's time to begin the adventure of a lifetime. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. We're talking to our guest, Lou Weiss, who's a carpet salesman right here in Pittsburgh. And he was on NBC News the other night. We've got a clip for you. This is a really hard thing to talk about. And I know it's controversial. But it's not just our political leaders, because we see thousands of people at rallies starting in 2016 and straight through to this weekend who are cheering hateful speech. Who are we as Americans? I, well, it's a good point. But on the other hand, I really can't think of anything less helpful than to be politicizing this, whether it's someone uh, cheering Louis Farrakhan uh, as Linda Sarsour did at the Women's March uh, on, on, on the left or some on the right cheering uh, Donald Trump. Um, I think we need to step back from that and stop trying to politicize every aspect of this. I mean, this man hated Jews. He actually hated Trump, as it happens. Right. And, I mean, Jews stand for certain values and concern for the downtrodden is one of them. And, you know, in a certain sense... Uh, he knew where he was going, and he violated the most uh, the most sanctified space that there is. I mean, where, where Jews go to connect with, with their God and, and to pray. And the concept of trying to blame this party or that party or this statement or that statement, I just think it's a dead end. Some people are trying to, you know, discourage Donald Trump from coming to Pittsburgh. He, he should come. We, we want to talk to people. We, we want people to see what's here. We want people to experience Pittsburgh. I mean, you know, ideas ideas don't scare us. And, um, I, you know, to point this way, this finger or that finger, you know, whether we're deplorables or whether it's, you know, uh, enemies of the people and the press, it's, it's, it's just not helpful. And it should be well, toned down both among people and, frankly, among, among the press as well. 
That's our guest, Lou Weiss. Lou, well, you knocked hooray. That, knocked it out of the park. Man, what a great response, Lou. Well, thank you. I mean, well, I mean, from the, I, I can't say, I mean, I was watching coverage of this on TV, and basically, you know, the, the, the media specifically and the parties try and weaponize every tragedy or everything that goes wrong. Or, I mean, how does it play from, how does it play for me politically? Rather than, you know, the focus shouldn't be on, on the media, and it shouldn't, frankly, be on Donald Trump. It should be on the 11 people that, that were killed oh, man. or murdered. Yes. <clears throat> and um, ideas it, you know, don't, you it know, breaks Lou, my heart that people doing it. It does. When you said ideas don't scare us, I thought, oh, my gosh, if would that we would all look at things that way. Yes. And just step back and let this moment be with us. Embrace this moment. Yeah. Lou, we're so happy you're with us today. Our, our most sincere sympathies from the Christian community to you. Um, that's, that's all we can say. We're so sorry. Well, thank you for all the support. You know, it's it's felt, it's noticed, and it's appreciated. Thank you so much. Lou Weiss, uh, the Wall Street Journal article that he wrote is fabulous. We've got it on our Facebook page, Mm -hmm. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Please do yourself a favor. Stop by and read that article. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.